Welcome to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. It's the classic Jesus music radio show. It's a look back at where it all began. This is Full Circle, looking back at the beginnings of today's contemporary Christian music. Now, here's your host, Jerry Bryant. Hi, everybody. This is Jerry Bryant. And on today's show, we'll take a look at some of the very earliest Maranatha music bands, a classic from the late Keith Green, and it's said of our special guest, most people identify him with their ears. His voice is that unique. But first, from the 1982 debut album, Future Eyes, from Glasgow, Scotland, here's Sheila Walsh. I hear you talking You say he loves me Voice on the radio You say he's waiting Waiting to touch me Over the airwaves As love is flying 
Sheila Walsh, Hungry Eyes. Today, Sheila is a featured speaker for the Women of Faith Conferences and creator of Children of Faith in New Zoo, a ministry to children that communicates God's love for them. Also an award-winning musician and former co-host of CBN 700 Club, she and her husband Barry and son Christian live in Nashville, Tennessee. We're looking back to a time when the music was fresh, sometimes radical, and yet truly inspirational for a generation of young people searching for truth. And it blazed the path for what we know today as contemporary Christian music. You're listening to Full Circle, where it all began. In the early 70s, during the beginnings of what became known as the Jesus Movement, a group of young, long-haired, bearded musicians desiring to express their newfound faith in Jesus Christ through music formed a band called Love Song. Using a mixture of folk, rock, pop, and country, Love Song's music was entirely new and unique to the Christian music world. They were part of a Jesus movement of the late 60s and early 70s, coming out of Chuck Smith's Calvary Chapel. Founded in 1970 by Chuck Gerard, Tommy Coons, Jay Truax, and Fred Field, their classic debut album, simply titled Love Song, is considered one of the greatest Christian music albums of all times. I still remember the excitement. I picked up my very own copy at a music store in Dallas, Texas, while attending Expo 72 that weekend. Over 80,000 young people from across the United States, from 75 foreign lands, had gathered for a Jesus music experience we'd never forget. Here's a true blast from the past. Love Song and Two Hands. And coming up, a look at two of Maranatha Music's original bands, Blessed Hope and The Way. On Full Circle, where it all began. We're all gathered here. Because we all believe If there's a doubter in the crowd We ask you not to leave Give a listen to his story Hear the message that we bring Feel his face swell up inside you Lift your voice with us and sing Accept him with your If you don't know for what he stands 
This is Matthew Ward, and you're listening to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Full Circle. Around the world, the church is growing at an explosive rate with millions coming to faith in Christ. Who will nurture and train these new believers in response to this growing global need? David Shibley launched Global Advance. Since 1990, Global Advance has provided on-site training for over 300,000 church leaders in 80 nations. Each year, Global Advance trains, encourages, and resources thousands of ministry and business leaders around the world who have great potential but little opportunity for training. You can help equip these hidden heroes of the church in destitute nations. Find out more on our website at www.globaladvance.org. That's globaladvance.org. Go ahead, log on to globaladvance.org today. You can make a world of difference. One of the ways a radio show knows how many listeners are in their audience is by the letters and emails they receive. So here's your invitation. Let me know you're listening to Full Circle, where it all began. You can check me out this week at my website at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Now, don't leave out the Jesus. Or write me this week at info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. I'd really love to hear from you this week. Now, in the early days of Jesus Music, many young artists had a hard time getting their music and message out to the people in the form of an album because there weren't that many gospel record labels that wanted to take a financial risk on this new style of music. In steps Maranatha Records. This record label was an extension of Calvary Chapel in Costa Mesa, California, and is indelibly connected with the Jesus Movement. The big conglomerate record labels of today have Pastor Chuck Smith of Calvary Chapel to thank for his leap of faith into what would become known as contemporary Christian music. Some of the bands Maranatha helped launch were Children of the Day, The Way, and Mustard Seed Faith from the early 70s, Kelly Willard, Daniel Amos, and Sweet Comfort Band from the late 70s, and many more. In 1971, one of the first compilation albums was released called The Everlasting Living Jesus Music Concert, featuring a number of the early Maranatha bands, like this cut from Blessed Hope. We got something more than just help. We got something more than just salvation. We got Jesus.
more. An early classic from Blessed Hope. Another Jesus music band that was active during the early 70s was The Way. They released two albums on Maranatha music. Their debut album was a smooth mixture of folk and country rock. Sounded a bit like the secular band America. With their second album, the band took a giant step by adding more of a rock edge to many of the songs while staying true to their country roots. Their dual guitar solos could have given the Allman Brothers a run for their money. Here's the way, and if you believe... Love is 
Then I got to thinking it might not be a lie. Then came a feeling that set me straight in line. I felt the Holy Spirit that gave me a new life. If you will believe, then you will receive and feel the gift of love and love from above is real. Dr. David Shibley remembers the classics. The last couple of years of Keith Green's life, he was very committed to the evangelization of the world. There were a couple of other young men who were speaking into his life in a very profound way. One was Stephen Hawthorne. Stephen would go on to edit, along with Dr. Ralph Winter, the Perspectives on the World Christian Movement course for the U.S. Center for World Mission. Also, John Dawson, who now serves as president of Youth with a Mission, pressed home to Keith the importance of reaching the world with the gospel. This began to show in all of Keith's concerts. He would challenge his hearers to go with the gospel, not only in the natural traffic patterns of their lives, but to intentionally go with the gospel to the unreached of the world. His very last message was why you should be a missionary. Keith Green was a great commission Christian. And here's the Keith Green Classic. Trials turn to gold. 
It's time to visit an early classic from our good friend Randy Stonehill. Randy began playing guitar at age 10 and within three years won grand prize in a citywide talent contest held in his native San Jose, California. He issued his debut LP, Born Twice, in late 1971, but his landmark Welcome to Paradise was released in 1976 on Larry Norman's Solid Rock Records. Welcome to Paradise was clearly a concept album where side one was subtitled Paradise Lost, Sorrow and Sadness, and side two was Paradise Regained, Turned into Gladness. Each of the songs dealt with the themes on their corresponding sides. 
The album was produced by Larry Norman with Andy Johns from The Who, Rolling Stones, and Led Zeppelin doing the engineering. This album was listed at number 13 in the 2001 book, CCM Presents the 100 Greatest Albums in Christian Music. Here's Randy Stonehill and King of Hearts on Full Circle, Where It All Began.
Randy Stonehill and King of Hearts on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. It might be good to stop and ponder the lyrics of that song just for a moment. Are you still running in circles, repeating again and again the same mistake after all these years? When we find ourselves making the same mistakes over and over again, and if we desire to stop doing it, we need to find a remedy. Hey, let's be brutally honest just for a moment. We repeat mistakes a lot of times because we're stubborn and hard-headed. And there's a man just like that in the New Testament named Peter. Like many of us, Peter had an issue with focus. A camera lens is made to focus on one object. Now, when in the natural, I focus too much on me, I can't see other things. I can't see others. And I might as well be honest and call it what it is, pride. The Bible speaks volumes about pride, yet sums up the dangers in 1 Corinthians 10, 12. Therefore, let him who thinks he stands take heed, lest he fall. Pride goes before destruction. And a haughty spirit before a fall. Proverbs 16, 18. In our weakness, we may not see how things affect us. Overconfidence, that's a form of pride, is a dangerous sin. We cannot judge ourselves on the weakness of others. Each person falls differently. We're not to compare ourselves to each other, but to bear the burdens of each other. Yes, Peter was the man written about in the Bible that, under pressure, denied he even knew the man he followed, Jesus. And it took the events of the crucifixion to bring Peter to the realization that he was weak. His perception was different than his reality. Peter perceived himself strong, and in reality, Peter couldn't live up to his perception. Peter finally listened to Jesus late, but he listened. You can read Peter's story in John 18 in the Bible. Once we align our perception with reality, we can break the mistake cycle. Larry David Norman, born April 8, 1947 in Corpus Christi, Texas, is an American singer, songwriter, and record producer who is considered a pioneer of Christian rock. He's been called the grandfather of Jesus music. In the late 60s, he was a member of the rock band People. In 1969, Larry released his first solo album, Upon This Rock. This could be considered the first Christian rock album and included one of Norman's most memorable songs, I Wish We'd All Been Ready. From the OP in Another Land, here's Larry Norman on Full Circle, Where It All Began. Darkness can't hide much longer The spirit is getting stronger
left for stalling Can't you hear someone calling Life all around is crumbling I think this world is stumbling Maybe you think I'm wrong now But this is my only song I wish the world would find a greater truth I hope that the love is not found a wisdom I searched all around the world to find a place of peace I sat in the shade of God and I watched the joy increase Yes, I searched all around the world to find a Have you been searching and looking for truth, answers to life? Jesus said, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. We'll be back in a moment. This is classic Jesus music. Where it all began. Full circle. Full circle. With Jerry Bryant. Around the world, the church is growing at an explosive rate with millions coming to faith in Christ. Who will nurture and train these new believers in response to this growing global need? David Shibley launched Global Advance. Since 1990, Global Advance has provided on-site training for over 300,000 church leaders in 80 nations. Each year, Global Advance trains, encourages, and resources thousands of ministry and business leaders around the world who have great potential but little opportunity for training. You can help equip these hidden heroes of the church in destitute nations. Find out more on our website at www.globaladvance.org. That's globaladvance.org. Go ahead, log on to globaladvance.org today. You can make a world of difference. Known for such classics as Easter Song... The second chapter of Acts was one of the major music groups in the forefront of the Jesus movement. Grammy award-winning singer-songwriter Michael W. Smith remembers the early Jesus music group. He said, I remember hearing them the first time. They captured me in so many levels. But the thing I remember the most was one voice. I'd never heard anyone sing like Matthew Ward, whose voice and style are so uniquely his own. His voice was, and still is, one of the greatest I've ever heard. Like I said... Most people identify him with their ears. Here's Matthew Ward on Full Circle, where it all began. There's no 
Millions of contemporary Christian music fans have heard Matthew Ward's inspirational message of hope and attended the classic second chapter of Acts concert. What a voice. But what happened in the wake of personal tragedy to bring together a brother and his two sisters to sing so boldly for their Lord? Recently, I had a chance to recall some of those beginnings. What was the greatest impact of the Jesus Movement days for you? Uh, I think, well, for me personally, it was the fact that uh, we weren't trying to go out and set any sort of agenda. Uh, we weren't trying to make a ton of money or anything like that. We just we went out to uh, to present Jesus to people the only way that we knew how or the best way we knew how, and that was through music and through song. And so that was really where our hearts were at. We weren't trying to wow anybody, but we were trying to be obedient. You know, it seems like that um, things do cycle, and now there's talk again that there might be another Jesus movement. I, I mean, uh, I don't know if you've had any thoughts on that. Is is it possible we might have Jesus people again? Oh, I think it's certainly possible. I don't. I think the face of it might look a little bit different. I think it'll probably come even less through the church than the first one did. Some people say, "Well, the first one didn't come through the church." Well, you know, it, it sort of did in a way. You know, there were there were a lot of things going on right at the beginning of the Jesus movement, where there was a, a different different factions, different ministries going on, especially on the West Coast and different places in the state of California. I really feel like, man, I you know, the Holy Spirit's the one that draws men. The Word of God says, and. I really feel like he wants to draw men to himself. So how is that going to happen? I think I think many young people today, even middle-aged people, whatever, are pretty uh, calloused to uh, what they see as the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, we we watch uh, TV, we'll see Christian TV or listen to Christian radio, and and you know, face it, I mean, some of it is 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 pretty worthy to poke fun at, as far as I'm concerned. Sometimes I watch it for pure entertainment. Not necessarily to be ministered to, just to see what the crazies are up to. You know what I mean? And uh, I mean, I'm not knocking that. I, I do Christian television. I think it's great. But there are moments in that where you go, you scratch your head and go, "I'm part of this." You know. Uh, but that's that's all good. And and if you're not willing to, to to put into it and see a change in it, then you should just shut up and not not say anything negative about it, like I'm doing right now. I do get into it and and try to try to bring change. We're talking with Matthew Ward on Full Circle, and Matt, I don't know if you remember, but uh, when the second chapter of Acts first uh, started touring. I don't know if it was the first or maybe close to the first public concert at the Church of the Open Book in L.A. I was there and I saw a very young man just uh, enjoying the new opportunity to share Jesus with the second chapter of Acts, you and your two sisters. And So what is Matthew Ward doing today since, of course, that group is not traveling anymore? I heard you're writing. Yeah, I just um, I just finished an autobiography. Actually, it's going to come out on Waterbrook. It's called My Second Chapter. <laughs> cool title, and uh, it does it delves into you know my earliest memories as, as a kid and all the way through to moving in with my sister and brother in law and, and the group starting second chapter starting, and uh, it just you know brings us pretty much up to up to present. You know, it's it's basically to me what I want people to come away with is the idea that you know wow God is really faithful. You know, it's the faithfulness of God that I want people to see uh, through the face of this book. People do go through difficulties, unexpected deaths, and growing up without a a father and a mother is not something that is easy to go through. But I think God, in his wisdom, put you uh, with Buck and Annie at the very beginning. Those were some tough years of formation, though, weren't they? Oh, it was ridiculous. I mean... They were they were newlyweds first of all, and all of a sudden, I mean, I, I like to start off with this because, you know, you can get the impression that maybe they didn't parent very well. But in their defense, they they got dropped in their lap a twelve year old boy and a fourteen year old girl. I mean, you know, they've been married a year. How would you like that? No thanks. And um, you know, when you look at it through those filters, um, they did a great job. Now, 
I didn't feel that way at the time. I mean, my brother-in-law and I did not get along. We didn't see things at all the same way. We didn't process the same way. Didn't see eye to eye on anything. Um, it was very rough the first, you know, five, ten years. It was very, very tough. Now, on the other side of that, I can, I can say that our relationship now is better than it's ever been. So God is definitely one that's, he's into redemption. You know, he's into bringing back things and making things better than they ever were. And, and I think that's, that's what he's done in our relationship. We're, we're closer now than we've ever been, so it's great. Back in the 70s when Jesus Solid Rock was on about 100 stations, uh, when this song came out, Mad, and I used it on the program, I think I used it because of the simplicity of the message, because uh, it really hits the heart that God's not looking for a lot of, you know, marching in step and keeping this rule and that rule. It's simply a matter of learning how to love in the same way that he loved. So let's talk about the song you wrote called Love. You know, it is about learning how to love. And when I first began to write this song, it was the last song on, on, on the, the record that I had to write. And the record company was getting, you know, hey, you got a deadline. Come on, hurry up. And so uh, I had all the lyrics and everything for all the songs except this one. And I said, God, I really need you to help me, man. I'm tapped out here. And I was just sitting in my chair rocking, listening to the track. I had the track done, but I didn't have any words yet. And, and as I was praying and just kind of being open to whatever the Lord was showing me, I began to see a vision of uh, when I was a child, true story, when I was a little kid, probably about eight or nine, my mom died when I was 10, so it was before that. And uh, I remember walking in on her, she was on her knees, and I could tell she, she had her hands out in front of her, she was a good Catholic woman, but I could tell, that, and, and I, when I started seeing this vision for that song, and, and how, how much we should, we should love that way, we should love people that way, we should be praying for them much. I started praying for my children more when I, when I remembered that story. And, it, it just flowed. It took me like five minutes to write the lyrics to that song because I just wrote down what the Lord was showing me. It was such a clear vision in my mind. It took me right back to that moment, what I felt, what I remembered, and just wrote it all out. And um, it was a fairly popular song, and you know, God knew what he was doing. I think he wanted the message of that to get out. I walked in her room and saw her there. She knelt so quietly, I knew she wasn't friend. There was a presence in the room I'd felt before But I was frightened So I turned and closed her door Love was calling out my name Love was calling out my name Looking back on that day It's plain to me 
Matthew Ward on Full Circle, where it all began. Be sure and check out Matt's new book, My Second Chapter. Say, it would be great to hear from you this week. Why not take a moment, drop us an email at info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Let someone else know about the show this week as well. We're about out of time, but coming up, a classic from Kelly Willard you won't want to miss. Classic Jesus music is on Full Circle. Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Around the world, the church is growing at an explosive rate with millions coming to faith in Christ. Who will nurture and train these new believers in response to this growing global need? David Shibley launched Global Advance. Since 1990, Global Advance has provided on-site training for over 300,000 church leaders in 80 nations. Each year, Global Advance trains, encourages, and resources thousands of ministry and business leaders around the world who have great potential but little opportunity for training. You can help equip these hidden heroes of the church in destitute nations. Find out more on our website at www.globaladvance.org. That's globaladvance.org. Go ahead, log on to globaladvance.org today. You can make a world of difference. Born and raised in Winter Haven, Florida, Kelly Willard took to the piano at the tender age of five. But piano lessons were short-lived. She preferred the unconditional, non-restricting path of playing the piano by ear. Learning by listening to the radio, finding chords by trial and error, Kelly began to compose her own songs at the age of 13, and a couple of years later moved to Nashville, Tennessee, where music became her livelihood. She recorded her first three albums with Maranatha Music, Blame It on the One I Love, Willing Heart, and what many people have termed their favorite Kelly Willard album, Psalms, Hymns, and Spiritual Songs. 
This recording was what Kelly considered a personal look at her love for God in the form of worshipful music. Simple, honest, unpretentious, easy to listen to over and over, Kelly Willard remains as simple, approachable, and down-to-earth as a person could be. With Lenny LeBlanc on background, here's Kelly Willard and your steadfast love to close out full circle where it all began.
you've been listening to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Until next time, keep your eyes to the sky and let your light shine. Thanks for listening. Full Circle is recorded in the Jesus Solid Rock Studios in Nashville, Tennessee, written by Russell Baum and engineered by Stu Gray. Full Circle is a JSR production.